What's good, beautiful people? Welcome to another exciting episode of the 21 on 21 podcast. And I'm still your host, Sarah Johnson. And today, after the long hiatus, your girl is back. And of course, with a bang. And I'm going to be here dishing out amazing stuff for you, as always. So today, I have with me someone who's super amazing, you know, like I always do. (laughs) He is, huh, ladies clutch your ovaries tight because i know that when you hear his voice you're just going to like sit down and and go like oh my god who is that young man (laughs) um the person old man i'm sorry old man you're you're now taking the title of old man i mean Uh uh-uh based on based on you have hit the big 25 between old and young (laughs) yeah the bridge between old and young actually actually Ah, sorry, boss. How, how how is the beard coming? It's better than what it used to be last year. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls of all ages, I have with me Femi Olubade, aka Femi Bakes. If I even start with this man, like you already know, you know, since he said we should put some respect on it, you know, the man. <laughs> Femi is Yo. an audio producer, a podcaster. Google podcaster. See, like, don't, you can't touch this. And, you know, the amazing host of Letters to Boys, which is an amazing podcast about coming of age and, you know, men sharing stuff about men that I think is definitely uh, something that every young man or older man should listen to. But you know what? Before I go on and on and on, you know how I like to hype my guests. Let's hear from the man himself, Mr. Femme. What's good, Femi? What do you want to say? <laughs> introduce yourself now. You know, like, I've, I've pumped you up, you know. Who would you introduce yourself as? Like, what would you call yourself? Uh, my name is <laughs> Femi Olubade, a.k.a. Femi Bakes. What mm-hmm. do I bake? Voices, sound, sometimes people. Um, I'm voice of a talent, audio producer. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to call myself an audio storyteller. Mm. Right, um, telling stories using audio. I am also a master of ceremonies. Um, really trying to tighten that part of me. Also, I host the Letters to Boys podcast. So if you haven't checked it out, yeah, go check it out. I promise you, if you don't enjoy that podcast, I'll give you back your money for data. That I can guarantee you for sure. Right, um, and it's a podcast that talks about guys the problems we face and how other people have overcome that problem you know just finding ways to be better that kind of thing let me not talk too much right like us uh, is you know grown man you know like we're 25 now can't touch this we're all serious <laughs> what has your 20s been like like you recently turned the big two five what how do you feel i'm in the big mood <laughs> yeah how do you feel you <laughs> you know the words of buju you know i feel good feel blessed man because you know you keep growing and you keep developing every year mm-hmm. i feel really good I, compared to other years maybe i would have had this anxiety you know a panic attack that yeah. kind of hey i'm 
clocking 25 i'm clocking 25 mm-hmm. you know and all that good stuff you know but yeah i feel good so what do you think has changed compared to those years where you'd have panic attacks and like anxiety about like turning becoming older what has changed well i just think that you know sure you won't kill yourself me you won't kill yourself first of all she you know you know fee you know fee key yourself because you you would always i mean let me put it like this for how long do you would you always you know it's good to worry about the future now but i mean sometimes you cut yourself some slack really because mm-hmm. You would, the truth is you would never even stop thinking about this thing you would think about it what next what's the next plan what's the next plan oh, that's <laughs> why you could just walk like Jackie yeah right. so so what so, made you come to that place like that that place of realization like yo this is like a never ending cycle like I'm just going to keep thinking about this short. thing life is short and people are dying every day mm-hmm. <laughs> you get yeah people are dying every day just see you just see people just die and you're like okay that's all that's the end of story mm. and it's no more than that really so i mean i think i think that's when it hits me that you people they die every day if you continue like this it's 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 a cycle that never ends it's a cycle that never stops mm. it, it just keeps going it's more like we're going to walk till we die yeah <laughs> that's what it feels like we'll go keep, we'll keep walking yeah you you've come to that place where you're like you know what man this life is short fuck this i'm going to live my life right do you still have those um thoughts and like those pressures of where you think you should be what you think you should be doing like you used to get those thoughts how do you handle them of course everybody does i still do right mm-hmm. i still ask myself say what do I want to do? You know, where because you know you have that place where everybody's asking you. So what's the next? Yeah. What's the plan? You want to do a masters? You want to do this? You want to do that? And there's also pressure on yourself where you feel like by the age of something, something you, you should, should do have something, this something. By the age of twenty-eight, you should have been married with two kids. <laughs> <laughs> what happens is I find myself calling people and just talking to them I'm like yo this is how I feel man like just feels like it's a lot and it's overwhelming and all that kind of thing and from those conversations I get calm I'm a lot calmer and then I can look at I can can consider the options available you know based on what I want to do you know so I call my guys I'm like guy alpha when everybody's now everybody's jackpine you know yeah. going to their abroad and everything and it gets to me sometimes mm-hmm. right so I just call my guy guy oh man now only us did this country oh how we go run up right how do we do it but then we talk about it and we're like okay so what do you want to do how do you want to go about it and mm-hmm. then we start right um because truth is no matter how much we have all these anxieties and all that execution is most important mm. right so you see that some of us or a lot of us 
get into that bubble of anxiety we plan because there's a burst of energy then we fail to execute and give excuses and then Mm -hmm. we are back to ground zero do you understand but back to ground zero right Um, so that's one thing that keeps me grounded number two is gratitude right you know when you just look back at where you're coming from you've done really well you've done well for yourself you know who you who you used as long as you're making progress as long as, as you're making moves you're not the same person that you were yesterday yeah or two years ago you've done well do you get put your hands together for yourself so what can i do better and find ways to get better right as opposed to sulking in that in that space you know another thing that keeps me grounded is god mm-hmm. you know when i'm in that space i just say a short prayer i'm like god please help me man <sighs> you know like i really need you right now i need direction i need your help you know speak to me through conversations through signposts through a movie through something just i need some form of clarity please help me mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and then you find headway it's, we will all know completely figured it out we are all figuring it out gradually 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 and we can just we can only learn from the experiences of other people and how they've been able to for lack of a better word wing it so yeah (laughs) like it's it definitely feels like everybody's just winging it and sometimes you know another thing that i've learned about like adulthood so far is like some of the people that you think have it all together like they're doing so well sometimes you get close to them and you realize they're also just winging it they are learning as they're going and you know that really puts some perspective sometimes when you're just pressuring yourself (laughs) yeah no yeah that's it you just realize that ah this person said the this person said the wing gum this person the wing gum ah and then just realize that oh you're not doing too badly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because then again we live in a world where i mean it's it's uh performance based so everybody's trying to show Mm. everybody's trying to do this especially linkedin ah <laughs> LinkedIn. If you don't have, if you don't have uh, what would you call it? If you don't have stamina, you just fall into depression because everybody is celebrating their wins. From someone celebrating first class to somebody celebrating um, um, a new promotion to a salary raise to being country director of West Africa. I mean, all those things are actually beautiful. But sometimes um, it, it can get really overwhelming, especially when you use that as a means of comparison yeah. to judge your own journey. And I yeah. fall into that box sometimes. When I get into that space and I'm there, I just log out. Then I call my guy. I'm like, guy, yeah, more. And then we start talking about it again, right? Mm-hmm. So um, if you you can use other people, what I call call it a benchmark you know that kind of thing that pushes you that motivates you to do better but not exactly as a standard Mm. right not exactly as a standard because they're also winging it they're also um looking for better ways to like do stuff they're also finding ways to do stuff some some of them don't even know what you know 
Yeah. But just because they they know They're how to tell their story. Mm-hmm. Right. They know how to tell their story online in, in the best way possible. So it just feels like everything is going well for them. So yeah. That's, that's very, very true. People as as benchmarks, you know, based on where you want to reach or what you want to do, but not exactly as a standard. Everybody has stuff they're dealing with, right? You know. You know, we always have this preconceived notion, like when we're younger, about what adulthood would be like, about how how we're going to have all the freedom in the world and do everything. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your biggest like what did you think adulthood would be like versus like the reality now and what's oh. the part about like adulthood you hate the most <laughs> or the part about your 20s you hated the most well um growing up one thing i was really fascinated about was freedom mm. freedom to be able to do things it's freedom to be able to take two meats in the pots mommy will not see anything why because you're an adult mm-hmm. you know um freedom freedom to go out and nobody questions true true you know, where you go and all that kind of thing but now even the freedom to take two meets in the pot yeah especially when you live alone or when you're responsible for a lot of things yeah. when you take two meets in the pot you now remember that ah now you go see buy this meat back home. now you go buy this chicken so if you chop how many out you see any out and then you have to buy it back <laughs> right and now just looking at it you're like ah, why was i rushing where was i rushing to i for just chill because i remember when i was a teenager you know, there was this rush to just become an adult because people would send you message you know you mm-hmm. cousins drive nice i can't wait to be an adult so i can't even cars. say no do you understand you know you see them do things that you wanted to do it and now i'm, I'm like ah, I will just calm down. Where are the rush? <laughs> but now we are where we are. And is there any part of my adulthood that I hate? I don't think there's. I don't think it's hate. Neither because I think the best way to just run this thing is to embrace every part of it. Mm-hmm. Right, the responsibility that comes with it. You're going to get a job. You're paying bills. You know scaling your income a, a whole lot of things you are responsible for how far you go in life you know you are responsible for the decisions you make or the decisions you take there is no mom is helping you to do this that yeah they can they can come into the picture but you are still responsible for everything so mm-hmm. you know i think I'm, I'm learning to embrace everything every part of the journey mm every part of the journey every single part i don't think there's any part i hate you know i don't think there's any part i hate that i can remember i'm not sure there's any part i hate like that like that just embrace every part of the journey because the earlier you embrace it <laughs> the earlier you let to use it for, yeah you know if not sapa go deal it goes stupidly deal with you <laughs> So, I mean, you've built a successful voiceover business. I mean, so far, you're an amazing voiceover artist. See, what did you call it successful, first of all? (laughs) Uh, Please, oh, I see the build, though. And now, I said so far, like... 
So just put so far, you're doing well in your voiceover. <laughs> Why do you want to regard it as that? Because success is a big word. Like, what would what what is your definition like, of success? Well, people they ask that question right now. Success right now is you are doing well. They try. Mm-hmm. You are doing well. So put you are usually are doing well. No, so no, no. So why don't you want to? Why don't you want to consider it as successful? We did try. We did do well. We are, we are, <laughs> we are moving to permanent sites. Is it that the word reach. scares you? The word scares me actually. Why so? Su- successful feels it feels like accomplished. Mm. You know, accomplished. Yes, I've done stuff which I'm proud of, but I think the word is is big. Mm. I think the word is actually very big. Mm-hmm. And it means different things to many people. So mm-hmm. maybe I don't know. Maybe while I'm forty or something, you can say successful. So why does it have to be tied with the age? <laughs> well, it doesn't necessarily have to be tied with the age. But maybe when you when when you put when you put like a time stamp mm. on it, maybe and you and you evaluate it over a period of five years you know 10 years and then you look at you be like oh wow that's we can call that a successful run mm-hmm. we can call that a successful career but right now i i've not i've not done bad i'm doing well you know it could get better but yeah maybe i'm just scared of the word really mm. i feel you i feel you but i mean so far with how you've built your business right um you're in the service industry so what would you say has been like the biggest lesson you've had to learn in building a business that's service based i think it's negotiation Hmm. right Mm -hmm. being able to negotiate quote unquote the price of your services Mm -hmm. you know i think that's like the most important thing because the bottom line of every business is to make sales right to make profits Mm -hmm. you know that is actually what signifies that you are in business and then at the end of the, uh, of, of the year you can say this is how much revenue you you made this is net profit and all that kind of thing yeah right except maybe you're running an ngo that <laughs> um, um, quantifies its progress or results in form of impact right i mean mm. your business too is doing impact right mm-hmm. is is making impact on people's lives but bottom line is sales for an ngo bottom line is majorly impact not exactly sales right so if you're not able to negotiate quote unquote the prices of your services or what you're worth you are going to run out of business in no time mm-hmm. right so i've actually learned over time how to negotiate how to play the game i call it a game of chess between mm. myself and the client it's a game of chess you know before i used to beat the pawn right and i didn't know how to move on the board so i moved from the pawn to this is the rook they call it i moved i moved i moved to like to like different pieces moved to different pieces of the board right I won't exactly right now I can call myself I can call myself 
um i don't the king is not exactly the most powerful piece on the board yeah that's the but queen. i've moved to different position i've moved to is it the rook i've moved to knight i want to Bishop. eventually be the queen mm-hmm. i want to be the queen on the board i actually want to be the queen on the board but i've been able to move right because if you don't know how to neg- negotiate like the clients will will put you in a box mm. they would tie you yeah down they'll just put you in a particular place that you don't want to be and then still make you look you understand still make you then, feel like they're doing you a favor yeah yeah you know so if if you cannot really negotiate what you're worth maybe starting out you can negotiate for a um review right so you're doing a job they can't really pay you i didn't know all these things i didn't know that i could i could tell them to send me a review or a recommendation Mm -hmm. you know that i could use to pitch myself for another job and all that kind of thing it was always money 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 for me and now i'm really learning i've really learned to um negotiate the reasonable prices for my services Mm -hmm. right it only it gets better by the day it gets better by every attempt as long as you're not scared right um another thing i've learned is excellence is the name of the game oh my Mm -hmm. goodness excellence is the name of the game my brother my sister listen to me right now if you think you can just be mediocre and you think you get the best from that business you run out in no time Mm -hmm. like you might as well just clean up shop and then just you get maybe go and so be selling gold in Bodija. <laughs> Bodija <laughs> even those guys self <laughs> yes now there's a level even of effort guys, that goes into uh-uh. the business mm-hmm. yes now see how excellent they try to market they will disturb your mm-hmm. destiny you, you will buy from them you know so excellence is the name of the game i used to tell myself i'll I say it should not be said of me olubari oluwa femiloa tosin emmanuel that I'll do a voiceover job and I'll not do it excellently well. Mm. Free or paid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It will not be said of me that I was contracted for a job and I did not do it excellently well. It, it would never be said. I mm. will knock it out of the park. When it's free, I'll do it so well so that when I request for my price the next time, you won't argue with me. Mm-hmm. You say, ah, you know, but we are family and all that kind of. This is the value of my services. Did you like it the last time? Awesome. I know you'll come back again. Mm. You know. So, excellence is the name of the game. If you can't be excellent, someone just pack, shop, and go and sell gala. Guys, <laughs> selling gala safe, you still need to. And now, but the selling gala, you don't have to be excellent now. It's true, shy. Yes, now. You, <laughs> you just run away with people's change, so. <laughs> Interesting experiences you've had so far. Now, there are a lot of people that have a problem, men, myself included. I, I think Back I'm down. getting. <laughs> myself included, like, when it comes to um, marketing yourself when you are your product. 
jiggets like when you are your yeah. product it's kind of hard to market yourself promote yourself and everything so how have you been able to like deal with that and what would you advise for someone who is trying to come out of that i don't think there's a magic to it as mm. opposed to selling yourself and telling your story so mm-hmm. here's the thing i was watching i'm still watching a series it's called madam cj right madam cj on netflix ah yes yeah and then something i really learned from that movie is people don't buy a product mm-hmm. people buy the story behind mm. the product i remember at the beginning of the movie where you know she was just um when she was working with the white lady that she got the hair grower so she goes to the market and then tell people oh people come and buy hair grower and all that kind of thing and they were not really interested and then she now started with the story of how her hair was bad how she lost her marriage and how the white lady helped her grew her hair she got a husband she had a happy home and then she regained her confidence and that was where people started to buy the hair grower mm. so that's what i'm learning people don't buy just because you are a fantastic voice over talent doesn't mm-hmm. mean people will come and meet you who cares about you what is the story behind the voice over talent what are you trying to sell mm-hmm. you know what story can you put behind your voiceovers it's the same with nfts right if non-fungible token that everybody's talking about now it looks like it's just mundane art like random rubbish art mm-hmm. right like nonsense art somebody will say um somebody will say uh they they, they, are, they are selling gorilla or they are they are selling the picture of, of an ape or something funny you get mm-hmm. but people don't buy those things just because of just for the fun of it they buy the story behind it behind it when people want to scam people right when people want to scam they they most most likely sometimes they if it's over the phone they don't see the scammer but the scammer tells a story and people buy into that story and then they scam them they chop their money and they run away Mm -hmm. so there is no magic what story are you trying to sell you are trying to sell a bag right yes you sell shoes and clothes how can you create stories and attach to those products that you're selling Mm -hmm. so you're a voiceover talent you do a voiceover how can you create a story behind th- that voiceover? How can you tell us how you went from, you know, studio, you had an accident on the road, you know, um, um, something happened to you, you landed in the hospital, that same day you were still called for a voiceover job, and then you went to the studio, and then you delivered this job excellently well. People will buy that. Mm-hmm. As opposed mm-hmm. to just saying, oh, this was a fantastic voiceover that I did in the past. What they would just say is, oh, wow, thank you. Ah, nice one. Good one. Ah, bad guy. But if you set a story, they'll connect to the story. Yeah. Are you selling the behind the scenes of your product? They'll connect to that. Mm-hmm. So as an individual, and it's something I'm learning, people don't buy the product. 
yes you are fantastic but they buy a story what is your story what are you selling how can you be a better creative storyteller in selling your own product she gets now waiting now it's not that that's what i'm realizing now to be honest nobody say and i'm trying to learn it i'm trying to learn how to be a better storyteller like mm. even audio um, re- um written oral you just have to be you just have it's, it's something you have to learn and there are no two ways about it is that you sell yourself or, or you go broke <laughs> Word. it's true now yeah shakma will shakma like you now people they will not reach you we know they are skilled as you know true and, and then they run them now do you understand yeah they now then they run them now you wait they you will get all the skill for this world you know they sell yourself mm. you they you they form purpose you they claim say you be professional hey, they they now <laughs> one guy go finish you mm-hmm. now one guy go watch you oh. <laughs> If you were to describe your 20s as a fruit, what would it be? What fruit would it be? Agbaluma. <laughs> what? I did not see that coming. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just it was that was what came to my head. Agbaluma. Is it that? But I don't know. If I was to describe my 20s. No, just it just pops into my head. If I was to describe my twenties as a fruit, it would be. Is on onion is not a fruit, is it? No, no, it's not. Onion is not a fruit. Uh, it's a vegetable. Can't we do vegetable too? I think we can do that too. Let's do that. Okay, if if we if I was to, if I was to describe my twenties as a vegetable, it would be onions, right? Because I'm unfolding. I'm evolving. Mm. There is a new part I'm discovering. So you, you, you know, you you peel off the first layer. There is an inner layer. You peel off that layer. There is an inner layer. You know. So I'm constantly evolving. The family of 2019 is a different family mm-hmm. right now. Right. The family of 2018 is completely different and. It was part of my evolution that led to the birth of the Letters to Boys podcast. Mm. Right. So I'm evolving every day. I'm changing. You know, there's a uniqueness. Do you understand? Mm. So yeah, um, I'll, I'll say onions. No, Agbaluma was just stand. He <laughs> 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 just gave to my head. Yeah. But I'll say, I'll say, I'll say onions. Yeah. So, I mean, talking about everything that you do from, like, the podcast and everything, there's, like, a, a great level of consistency, right? Which a lot of people struggle with, right? So, what would you say has been, like, um, a major key to being consistent with your work and, like, everything you do? Even even things that do not maybe pay monetarily. Okay, so this is how I see it, right? Mm-hmm. This consistency thing... I'm still hacking it, to be very honest. But this is how I see it. I have told people that I'll be releasing an episode 
so 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 and so day every friday mm-hmm. whether or not anything happens i must deliver i have a nine to five do you understand mm-hmm. and it's not easy i cannot count the number of sleepless nights i have had trying to edit the episode trying to create snippets to send to the social media um, person naima that i'm working with you know trying to put out the this thing i've realized that at the end of the day i'm not doing it based on my emotions i'm doing it because it had to be it has to be done mm-hmm. i'm doing it because i told a bunch of people that yo i'm going to commit to this and i'm going to be dropping an episode every week mm. right now for me it's easier to be consistent because i don't have to bother about you know recording an episode every week so what i do is i record one episode and i divide it into two Mm. so when i divide it into two i drop the first one as episode one i drop the second part as episode two same conversation Mm -hmm. but they are different parts Mm -hmm. so when you listen to part a and part b they are different but it's still under the same topic or same subheading yeah do you understand so for me i'm not struggling I already have those things down so the question is how do we release it you know and then again i record earlier you know i'm not recording the week that we are supposed to drop the episode right i would have recorded two weeks before do you understand or three weeks before so the episodes down i'm not recording that same week so i think all in all i try to schedule it i try to plan ahead so that i'm not i'm not you know tied against the wall or pushed against the wall i have a 95 so i have to think about that Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't come in between you and work yeah and 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 work so the time that i have is most likely at night i have to sleep if i don't even sleep now i have an episode to edit that will drop today i'll be busy today or tomorrow tomorrow and I cannot tell people mbati, mbati, mbati. See, one, two, one, two, see person person die no I have to do it if I have to sleep at the office to do it I have to do it because I promise some people that I have to do this thing mm-hmm. whether it pays or it doesn't pay mm. the truth is whether we like it or yes it's always not fun even podcasting and all that it's not like it's a walk in the park mm-hmm. we, you have to do the work you have to do the work there's nothing you have to do the work if you want to get the result if you want to accept say you want to do ritual or you want to um do yahoo yahoo even yahoo work yahoo yes work even if you want to do ritual you have to scheme you have to do the work you have to go and look for one baba that is a bad guy you know you have to look for the people that you carry so that the head will not just be bringing calories it will bring millions do you understand <laughs> that's the work the work is there and you cannot escape the work facts you can't it's not possible it's True. not possible so even if it's podcast you want to do there's work to be done mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with the work at the create snippets I will do, do I will be on my phone be doing in shorts. 
Do you understand? Mm-hmm. I'm 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 editing. I'm liaising with the video guy. I'm recording. I'm thinking of the, um, the the topics that we're going to be doing. I'm trying to match it with the with the people that the right people to be on that particular episode. There's work. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So when people hear one episode, it took a lot of work to get there. Mm. You get. Yeah. So you cannot remove the work. How can you be consistent by being consistent? <laughs> I'm not even trying to be cliche or anything. You can break these things down in pockets. Bah. Don't, don't, don't. So I'm going to use an idea of podcasting, for example. You want to do a podcast. Fantastic. Do a podcast that you can handle. Mm. And I'll give you an example. It is only you that is the um, social media manager. You are the producer. You are the content creator. You are the distributor. You are the promoter. You are everything. Pace yourself. Right? Record all your episodes down before your initial launch date. Do like 10 episodes and record down. So that when you launch, you only have to think of editing and promotion. You are not thinking editing, promotion, recording. Uh You are thinking editing and promotion. When you edit ahead of time, the only thing you have to think about is promotion. Yeah. In terms of promotion, you think of graphics. You think of, okay, where do we put it on social media? You know, and all that kind of thing. So you're not thinking of everything at the same time. Yeah. So pace yourself. That's one way to be consistent. But if you are trying to put yourself in that place where you have podcast release on Friday, you are just doing your recording on Tuesday, then you will now be editing on Wednesday or on, on Thursday you got help you not sleep off and you're supposed to release <laughs> on, on Friday Friday afternoon 12 noon you not sleep off or something comes up with work mm-hmm. do you understand or something comes up you're unable to do it where will you now start from you not turn to Shala EFC or we apologize we can't drop the episode today because of unforeseen circumstances which you saw the circumstances you could have avoided it right Mm -hmm. so that's what i'm learning if you want to be consistent there's work to be done and you cannot escape it and it doesn't get easier what about with perfectionistic tendencies right because not that to start shaking my table (laughs) dear because for me it was like now with the podcast now this is the first episode like after like a month's height like i've just been on hiatus for a month why because not like i don't have my episodes recorded down you know all of a sudden it just felt like perfect enough it wasn't um i feel like i didn't hit the nail on the head with a lot of you with what i wanted to discuss so you will never hit the what nail do you the do head. about perfectionistic tendencies you would never hit the nail on the head. This is how I see it. Since we are using podcast as an example, mm-hmm. you would never hit the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. When you feel you've hit the nail on the head, there will be a bigger nail to hit. Mm-hmm. When you've hit that bigger nail, there will be a, 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 a massive lineup of nails that you have to <laughs> hit. You would never hit the nail on the head, mm-hmm. but you will keep moving. You hit one nail, you move to a bigger one, you hit another one, 
you move to a bigger one you hit it do you understand it's like that you are not trying to create one complete a masterpiece you are trying to create imperfections and when you look at the entire thing it becomes a masterpiece Mm. perfect example who is your favorite artist Bruno Mars. When you listen to a Bruno Mars album, do you like all the songs on the album? Sometimes. Sometimes. But most times, really, it's not like all the songs on the albums are hits. Think about it. A Whiskey, for example, True. dropped. Let me shake some Whiskey fans' table, right? Whiskey, for example, dropped. Is it, is it made in Lagos? Not all the songs were hits. If you listen to it, not all the songs were hits. But we had a couple of them that were. But I'm sure when Whiskey was trying to create that album, he wasn't trying to create a perfect... He wasn't trying to create 15 perfect songs. Mm-hmm. He was trying to create an album. So when you look at the entire body of work, you call it a masterpiece. And you can put in that masterpiece for a Grammy nomination. You can put that masterpiece for... Do you understand? You can submit it for awards. Mm-hmm. You can use that masterpiece to tour the world. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. So that's it. If you go and listen to Letters to Boys season one, it's completely different from what season two is. I don't know what season three will be like, but it might be a complete, completely different thing. I struggle with perfectionism too. I always wanted to create like perfect this thing. But when you start, it becomes clearer. It becomes clearer. It becomes clearer. I'm learning how to do interviews better. I'm learning how to take an interview from just a regular question and answer to a conversation yeah i'm learning and you know exactly what you're saying is is another thing because when i now started releasing episodes right and i started doing more episodes i realized yo the way i ask questions the way i go about the interviews that was it for me actually i discovered that i had evolved so releasing the previous episodes was like it just seemed it didn't seem um like, you know when you've grown now, looking back at something you did when you weren't so grown, it just feels like child's play. You get. And just feels like, nah, nobody can learn from this. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's exactly thing. it. You keep, you keep learning. It can never be perfect. It can never be perfect. Hmm. It would never be perfect. There will always be room for improvement. So just do it. What's the worst that could happen? What's the worst that could happen? The worst thing that can happen is that you die. Oh yeah, if you put it and you don't die, eh, eh, do another one. Do you get? Because I think some people are looking for a perfect hack. There is no hack to this thing. There is no hack. That's the honest truth. There is no particular hack. Just do it see the reaction of people see your analytics see your insights Mm -hmm. what can you improve on improve on the next one see the analytics from that do people like it what are they saying what can you improve on improve on the next one Mm -hmm. but if you never drop it if you don't do it how will you know imagine if whiskey never dropped star boy we'll never have a whiskey today imagine if david never dropped damiduro 
would have never had a maybe a focalistic track today so think about it if they were trying to be all perfect about their stuff they would never have grown do you understand yeah the only hack to it is doing execution just do it as long as you don't die you can do it again as long as you don't die you can do it again you know that's how i see it man i'm sorry i was not able to aspire to aspire anybody but it's just oh, no, this what you have done is more than aspire to pass aspire is acquire to d- desire your require as it in is. awesome do you know how many people you have flogged with kane with this podcast no, 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 that's, that's not the intention <laughs> no i mean it's true but these things need to be said right it's i think it's completely important that these things are said these things are discussed and talked about right so i mean yeah yeah and i'm and i'm glad we have thank you so much for being on this episode i personally have learned so much (laughs) (laughs) so from from one podcaster to another what what's your take on the 21 on 21 podcast i I feel it's a niche kind of content Mm. um fits a certain audience Mm -hmm. right you know I, I, that's that's what i feel and it's not it's not just vibes and inshallah there's a lot to learn mm-hmm. there's a lot to pick from to be honest every conversation you know so i feel it's good content i just feel you know more people need to hear about it more people need to you know see what's up or what, what's happening here to be honest yeah and it can it can get better you can get better so don't give up on it don't i feel <laughs> you, you get get back on the grind and just keep 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 hit it on the road man hit it on the road to be honest and that's i shall that's we shall yes All and right. i'll be on your neck me I'll oh go my day, god i'll go day your neck oh my god <laughs> I, i'll go day your neck no 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 but i'm developing a loyalty to the amazing people that listen to the 21 on 21 podcast and I'm, i just want to take this opportunity to say thank you guys for sticking around the people that will send me instagram dms and people that send me whatsapp messages like yo what's going on when are we getting another episode of the 21 on 21 podcast thank you so much for sticking around for constantly listening and for constantly sending me messages of what you really liked about each episode like that means so much to me i mean that's one of the reasons why i'm back from this hiatus (laughs) because like when you when you have people that like that on your neck and tell you yo i learned like i I really enjoyed this episode i really enjoyed this episode and i don't know it it, it's just amazing right to just have people tell you that they they loved something you created and they learned so much from it that just changes you to just come back on track so thank you very much to the amazing listeners of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Glory me for you. All right. So Femi, it's been amazing having you. And um, from Femi and I, it is peace and love. Thank you for listening. Until next time, stay awesome. This is the 21 on 21 podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Uh. Kizzies. <laughs>